You're listening to Cultivate Curiosity, a podcast that inspires the next generation to stay curious. Cultivate Curiosity is brought to you by the Emerald Coast Science Center, a nonprofit interactive science museum and STEAM educational facility in Fort Long Beach, Florida. This podcast is perfect for anyone curious about the world we live in because you never know what we'll talk about next. Hi, my name is JC, and I'm the social media coordinator here at the Science Center. And on today's episode of Cultivate Curiosity, we're going to talk about sustainable New Year's resolutions. So as the new year of 2024 begins and you set goals or resolutions for this year, we want to inspire you to make some sustainable New Year's resolutions. Anytime is a great time to start practicing more sustainable living habits, and the new year feels like an especially poignant time to make a sustainable resolution or set an eco-friendly goal to partake in efforts to save our planet. Many eco-friendly resolutions and sustainable goals focus on consumption, but planet-friendly living is about circularity. That circle of sustainability includes how we get, use, and pass on the items we use. We have a list of sustainable New Year's resolutions that you can consider, and it's up to you which ones will be a good fit for you or your family. So let's dive right in. First thing you can do is learn more about eco-friendly living. Educate yourself about the various facets of eco-friendly living through books, courses, blogs, podcasts, or other sources. Climate change and a healthy planet have so many components and complexities. You can also buy items secondhand. There are so many ways to consume secondhand from thrift and consignment shops to online resale sites, garage sales, swaps, buy nothing groups, Facebook marketplace, and more. Get a library card. Have you been to your local library lately? Chances are they lend out a lot more than books, including movies and even puzzles. Most libraries also have lots of free or inexpensive programs to fill your afternoons and weekends. You can also bring your water bottle. Many people carry around water bottles, but we don't see many people using their water bottles at places like fast or casual restaurants. Don't be afraid to take your water bottle with you everywhere. Commit to ditching not only plastic water bottles, but also plastic cups and all the single-use containers offered by restaurants, grocery stores, and other outlets. You can mend your clothing. All too often, clothing ends up in the trash due to a missing button, a small tear, or a little stain. With a few simple skills and resources, we can mend our clothing to make it last much longer, save money, and keep clothing out of landfills. You can also update your laundry habits. Clothes washing constitutes almost 40% of a garment's environmental impact. Certain types of fabric shed microplastics into the water cycle during washing, ultimately polluting our waterways and oceans. Many detergents and laundry products are loaded with chemicals. Consider using more sustainable detergents like detergent sheets or powder. You can also start or steward a Little Free Library. Little Free Libraries are standalone mini libraries supported by those in the hyper local community. They are small, simple boxes that hold a couple dozen books, and community members take or leave a book as they please. We have also seen other little free libraries that include open food items for those who may need food and cannot provide it for themselves, dog treats or toys, especially near parks and stuff like that that you would take your dogs to, and other things that your community may need. This is such a great way to create a sense of community in your area. And on a side note, we also have a little free library here at the Science Center. It is just filled with books, but there's all kinds of books, science books, and we have some different people that'll come and put new books in there for us as well. So that's amazing. You can also reuse and upcycle containers. We buy so many items from the grocery store that come in containers we can clean and reuse. Glass jars and bottles are some of the easiest and most helpful containers to reuse. 
Clean glass jars and bottles, remove the labels, and use them throughout your kitchen for storage, home decor products, or anything else. You can also reuse plastic bags like zip-top bags. These are high enough quality that they can endure many uses before being discarded. We can also reduce plastic waste from grocery shopping. Bring your own bags to the grocery store or try shopping in the bulk food sections in order to reduce plastic. In the United States alone, we use 100 billion plastic bags per year. That's crazy. Much of the plastic we use to carry groceries home is used for just a few minutes and can be easily replaced by reusable bags or containers. Another thing to do is shop at farmers markets or local vendors. Buying local food and produce reduces the carbon footprint of the food, encourages investment in your local community, and often results in better quality food. It's fresher and not a product of a commercial agriculture system that contributes dramatically to climate change. A couple local farmers markets include the downtown Fort Wayne Beach Farmers Market, Dustin Commons Farmers Market, Grand Boulevard Farmers Market, and I know there are some in Niceville as well, but I cannot remember the names off the top of my head. Another thing kind of going with this is if you in your area have a refillable shop, so this is where you bring your own containers and stuff like that, and they allow you to fill them up and you can fill it up with like detergent for washing your clothes, shampoo, oils, different food items as well. So if that's something that is in your local area, that is a great thing to do as well. You can swap out your toilet paper. Instead of lugging home large packages of toilet paper from a big store, order recycled bamboo toilet paper packaged with no plastic from a brand like Who Gives a Crap. It's a more convenient and environmentally friendly toilet paper alternative. You can also brush your teeth a little differently. Resolve to keep your teeth clean in a way that has less impact on the environment. Try bamboo toothbrushes and silk floss, both of which are compostable. There are also alternatives to tube toothpaste, including toothpaste tablets. Kind of in that same breath, hair washing habits. Consider options like shampoo and conditioner bars that reduce plastic packaging instead of buying something from the store where it has all that plastic packaging. And if you're getting it in that shampoo or conditioner bar, that's probably going to last you a lot longer than a bottle of shampoo or conditioner is going to last you because it's very concentrated in that bar. So it's not only saving the planet, it's also probably saving you money as well. Use your devices longer and repair them. Tablets, computers, smartphones, and other devices don't need to be replaced every two years or whenever the latest model is released. Hold on to them longer and use what you already own. Be sure to repair them as well when you can. Electronic waste piles up in our landfills. Add houseplants. Houseplants help to purify the air in your home. They're also a great place to toss extra bits of water that are left over in water bottles and cups, and they bring a small dose of nature into your home. If keeping plants alive isn't your thing, which I know it's not my thing, this resolution may not be for you. Upcycle gift bags and tissue paper. Between birthdays, holidays, and other celebrations, when you get a gift in a bag or with tissue paper, keep these items to reuse for the next time you give a gift to someone. I do this at our house. We have a container that just has random bags that we've gotten throughout the year, has extra tissue paper that we've saved, and anything else we can technically, we have, I think, some boxes that we've gotten as well for gift giving purposes. So this one I feel like is a pretty easy resolution that you can start. You can also start a compost bin. Composting is way easier than it seems, and it's really hard to mess up if you have space for a backyard compost pile or bin. We recommend doing a little bit of research into what items can be placed in your compost, as things like bones from your food scraps cannot go in there. You can even compost your grass clippings and leaves because they are good for soil. 
You can also plant pollinator-friendly plants. Pollinators like bees, butterflies, bats, birds, and more help pollinate many fruits and vegetables. Without these pollinators, we could have a significant gap in the food production cycle. Over the last few years, certain pollinator populations have declined, in part due to loss, habitat, and fewer plants to find food. Make a resolution to plant pollinator-friendly plants in your yard or garden to help the pollinators who work so hard to make sure we have plenty of fruits, nuts, and flowers. And the last idea for your sustainable New Year's resolutions that we have is volunteer with environmental agencies. Become a volunteer with local agencies in your area that are protecting your environment. If you're looking for a place in our area, we recommend the Choctahatchee Basin Alliance. You can join their water science crew to monitor the water quality of a part of the Choctahatchee Bay or a coastal dune lake, or you can help deliver environmental education to elementary school students this spring with their field trips. Volunteering with these types of agencies is a great way to make an impact in your local environment. So we hope that we've inspired you to pick at least one of these sustainable New Year's resolutions. We will have links to the libraries in our area, some of the farmer's markets, the Who Gives a Crap website, and the CBA website so you can learn more about these different ways that you can be a little bit more sustainable in your everyday life. If you have any questions, comments, or other suggestions for sustainable resolutions, you can email us, socialmedia at acscience.org. And we will see you guys in two weeks for our next episode where we'll be talking about relationships in nature. So we'll see you guys then. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Cultivate Curiosity. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at socialmedia at ecscience.org. Tune in for our next episode in two weeks.